Christ, the Divine Truth is brought to you by Jamaica Physical Therapy, serving the community for over 20 years and specializing in pain management, sports injuries, and pre- and post-operation rehabilitation and chronic conditions such as arthritis, tendonitis, and bursitis. Jamaica Physical Therapy accepts most private insurances and Medicare. For more information, call 718-297-3699 or visit jamaicapt.com. Christ, the Divine Truth, is the radio ministry of Dr. Sam Olagun Samuel. Through uncompromising biblical teaching, instruction, and application, Dr. Sam desires to see people's lives transformed through Christ. And now, here's Dr. Sam with his message on the whole armor of God. Tonight, I bring to us the Word of God entitled, The Whole Hammer of God. The Whole Hammer of God. We will see this from Ephesians chapter 6, and we read through from 10 to 19. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 19. How to speak. Let's bow down our head. Father, we thank you for these hours. We thank you for the opportunity to get ourselves together tonight. So I pray the O Lord that you fill me with your Holy Spirit tonight. Fill my mouth with your words. Prepare the hearts of your people that will be able to receive your word. Transform them, heal them, empower them, and let your will be done over their life. In Jesus' mighty name, our Lord, we have prayed. Amen. What is the goal of all this? The goal is to stand against the wise of devil. What are the wise of devil? We're talking about the strategies of devil. How does devil operate? I'm going to give you three ways that actually devil strategize to afflict us. The first one is temptations into sins. The wise of devil. The devil tried to tempt us into sins. First John chapter 2 verse 16. He said, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of this world. I will tell you this. These are the three ways our Lord Jesus Christ was tempted. In the book of Matthew chapter, chapter 4, verse 3 to 11, we all know this story. When devil was challenging our Lord Jesus Christ, and he used these three ways. The first one, we remember, Jesus Christ, after being fasting for 40 days, 40 nights, he got to the wilderness. So the devil said, you must be hungry. You got to be hungry. Take this stone and turn it to what? Bread. Bread. The lust of the flesh. Right? He was testing our Lord with the lust of the flesh. Then, later he came back to him. He took him to the pinnacle of the temple. He said, look, look. You could drop yourself because you don't have to worry. The angels of the Lord will pick you up. So the word that look was the lust of the eye, which is a strategy of enemy. And by the third one, he took him to the eye mountains, to the highest of the highest place in Jerusalem. For him to see the kingdoms of God, to see the kingdom of man, to see the kingdom in the world then. But it's the kingdom of the world that he really show him when it comes to the rule. He said, look, all this belong to me. Actually, the man is actually saying it's belong to him. I don't know how they will make all these kingdoms. But he's even saying that belongs to me. Let's accept that. He took our Lord Jesus Christ deceptively and said, all this belongs to me. You bow down for me and I will give them to you. The pride of life that I will give you all of this. Which, of course, is a temptation 
that may lead us to sin. The same three ways of the vile of the wise of enemy was were actually used at the Garden of Eden. If you look at Eve, what happened to Eve? The enemy came to Eve. He, he asked her, "Say, look, don't you see that that beautiful fruit of apple in there?" Say, look, take it. He said, no, the Lord said we should not take this. Say, who is the Lord that is telling you that? You take it, it's not a problem. But when Eve took this, she looks at the apple and said, the apple is what? It's good for what? Good for food. The loss of flesh. She looked at it, it's good to look. The loss of eye. Then he said, if you have taken this, you become wiser. The pride of life. So what I'm saying to you, that devil has these strategies to put us into temptation that will lead to sin to our Lord, our God. Temptations into sin. The other wiles, the other method of devil is what we all go through every day of our life. By afflictions, afflictions of sickness, after all kinds of disease, afflictions of lack, afflictions of poverty, afflictions of everyday activities that is giving challenges and troubles in our life. Poverty, fighting. But we understand that Job went through this. He was afflicted. So by the other, the third one, which is part of the wise of devil, is by controlling our life. Devil wants to control our life. It influences our life. That is even when we are Christians. Of course, when you have not given your life to Christ Jesus, not only that it's going to influence you, it's going to come upon you, and it's going to actually possess you. But when we are with Christ, we are not away from being influenced by devil. So it likes to control our life. For the manifestations of the lust of flesh. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 22. I will say, 20, I will read to 21. He gives us those things that are packaged about the lust of flesh, the manifestation of the influence of devil in our life. Now, the words of flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and like of which I tell you beforehand, just as also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God because they are under the influence of devil. Amen? Amen. So we could see the wiles, the strategy, the method that enemy counted into our life. To do what? To lead us into temptation, for us to sin into our Lord Jesus Christ, to Lord, to sin to our God, and bring afflictions into our life, and try to take control of our life. But what do we do? We have all these problems. We have the problem of lack, poverty, sickness, court cases, lack of green card. We have all troubles in our place, and we are Christians. How do we manage this? Brothers and sisters, we use God-guided strategies. Hallelujah. What are God's God-guided strategies? We look at verse 10. What did he say? He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. My brothers and sisters, we need to be strong in the Lord. In the power of the might of the Lord. Not our power. Not our strategy. Not our thinking. Not our smartness. Not our intelligence. But the might and power of God. I could be strong in God. Then this is the next question. How could I be strong in the Lord? He has answered the questions. Verse 11 says, Put on all the old armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. 
So we have to put on all the armors of God. Why do we have to put on the armors of God? So that we'll be able to be strong in the Lord. Why do we have to be strong in the Lord? Because we are soldiers of God. Second Timothy 2, 3 to 4. What did he say? He said, you therefore must endure hardship. And as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, no one against the warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. And he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. We are soldiers of Christ. So we need to get ourselves prepared. How do we get ourselves prepared? How do we make up ourselves to be prepared as the soldiers of Christ? That is where they need a hammer. Paul was actually expressing to, to be a soldier then. He was using typically Roman, the Roman soldier. So he said, verse 14, he said, stand therefore, we want to get ourselves prepared as a soldier of God. He said, stand therefore, having gathered your waist with truth. Brothers and sisters, we are talking about truth. It's not merely truth. It's not spoken truth. It is the truth of the, of the divine word of God has been revealed to men and for the manifestation in our life for us to have this good relationship with God in all our moral sphere and in, in our hearts. The truth of God is so strong for the soldier to get ready, he has to put a guard on his waist. Would I tell you that your strength, your power comes from your waist? No matter what you want to do, you want to box, get yourself ready, the power is right by your abdomen. Wow. You can't stand without, I can't stand without having this in my body. He said, but God is your waist with the truth of God. Then he said, put on the breastplate of righteousness. We get it prepared as a soldier. We have the waist guarded. Now we have to put the what? The breastplate of righteousness. That is how the Roman soldier actually getting ready for war. The breastplate of righteousness. The right standing with God. That is how we get stronger and become closer to our Lord. Number three, having shod your feet with the preparation of gospel of peace, which of course we don't want to do. He says, stand firm, put on your shoe, get your suit up firm and stand strong to, to face the enemy with the firmness for the stability, that prompt that promptness and readiness to produce the good news. Then I'll tell you, Isaiah 52, 7. He said, I'll beat him upon the mountains at the feet of him who brings good tidings, who publishes peace, who brings good tidings of good, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. And with your lives. Evangelize, ready to do this. Put on your shoes, get ready, stand straight, stand up front. And he says, 17, and he said, Take the element of salvation. Could I tell you, brothers and sisters, the first thing you see someone coming out for a far is his head. What is on his head? Salvation. You know that you are children of God. You have the element on that. You have the element on your head. You have the salvation on your head. You put on the salvation on your head. Then the fifth one, he said, take the sword. You get him prepared as a soldier of God. You get your, your, your guidance already, your breastplates. You got the element of salvation on your head. Pull your sword. And what is your sword? The word of God. Upon when you get ready, you have all this. You have to defend yourself. Verse 16 says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Could I tell you that there are different types of shield? If you carry a shield that is very dry and someone shoots a dart that is fiery dart, which means it has what? It has, it has power and light in there. There's fire right there. If they shoot the fire on you, the shield will get burned and dry away. But when you carry a 
wetted shield, which means the strong shield of God. You have the, the Holy Spirit rotted shield. You have words of God rotted shield. That is, you have a wetted shield. When there's a dart coming up, the water in that dart will stop the fire. That is carries with us. So we have to carry that kind of faith. The faith that is rotted in the Holy Spirit of God. The faith that is rotted in the words of God. So that we'll be able to be granted. We have all this preparation. What do we do? Standing as a soldier, what else do we do? Then he says, prayer. Pray all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit of the Lord, in all time. In Christ alone, I place my trust. Join Dr. Sam next Monday at 8.45 p.m. for Christ the Divine Truth. If you would like to invite Dr. Sam to speak at your church, visit ctdtministries.org or call 877-525-8088. Christ the Divine Truth is sponsored by Jamaica Physical Therapy, offering pain relief from sports injuries or accidents for any part of the body. Visit jamaicapt.com or call 718-297-3699 for more information.